I'm Max, and you're listening to Zeta Slipidus, a Mammoth Club original podcast. What's up, all you ice skaters and or hockey players? I'm Alan. I'm a twirl girl. And I'm Max. And this is Zeta Slipidus. It's the podcast where we watch every Disney Channel original movie or DCOM in chronological order and then spend way too much time analyzing them. This week, folks, we watched Go Figure. Go Figure? Go Figure. <laughs> Go Figure. Yeah. Yeah. The description of this movie is a teenager dreams of becoming a champion ice skater and soon discovers a top Russian instructor. Instructor? Instructor. Yeah. Instructor. Indeed. She found the Russian instructor. In- <laughs> instructor is working at a nearby private school. Factually true, but not the main plot of the movie. Doesn't sound like what the movie's about. I mean, I guess the movie, he could just, the, the review could have just stopped at a teenager dreams of being a champion ice yeah. figure skater. Like, period. That would have been a fine synopsis. Right. But the what we have got is like the synopsis, Jaron phrase, and then something that happens. Th- and then just like the other thing. <laughs> and not yeah. even the most important part of the plot. Correct. Like, I think it's far more important that she has to hide her life of. Oh, I thought you were going to say that her brother builds battling robots. Yo. Very important as well. <laughs> uh, we, I thought that was the most important. Incredibly important plot. Important that plot. was definitely relevant yeah. uh, to The Moses. entire time. Yeah. This movie was released on June 10th of the year 2005. And I've got to know, did either of you watch this movie as a kid? You know, I've seen this movie before in other forms because I've seen Genius. I've seen uh, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. And uh-huh. I've seen High School Musical. I've heard of those movies. But, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Seen all of them. Not seen this one. Yeah, I didn't watch this as a kid. I, about 20 minutes into this movie, realized that I had seen it before. But I didn't remember that I had seen it before, so it clearly didn't make much of an impact the first time. Um, <laughs> I think I watched this during the pandemic. I don't know why, but you know, that was a weird time. It was a dark time for all that of us. That was your, go figure, the choice of entertainment. I, don't, I, re- I honest to God, don't know <laughs> why I would have picked this one. Like, why this needle out of the haystack of all the DCOMs? I don't have any nostalgia for it, but I'm telling you, it's 20 minutes in, I went, I've seen this movie before. Huh, do you think it was during that Tanya Harding craze of, like, the pandemic where all those documentaries were released? That was, pre- that was pre-pandemic. Yeah. Was it pre-Panini? Yeah, because I, Tanya came out. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. right, right, right. Remember, because yeah. we went on the cruise? I do remember. one of our friends. It's all coming flooding back up. to me. We went on a cruise, and the Olympics started while we were on a cruise with a bunch of our friends, and so for the night of the opening ceremonies we all wore like usa t-shirts and one of our friends dressed up like tanya harding's mom and had like a little bird that oh my god <laughs> he attached Walked to his shoulder little man and he was like yeah it was very funny yeah uh, interesting but I, of all the movies to pick max i don't know yeah i don't know i just know that i had seen it before huh yeah so the top song of the time was We Belong Together by Mariah Carey. Oh, baby, baby, we belong together. Mm-mm. Sleep at night, cause you all on my mind. And got me to the radio. And I feel anything in Wait a minute, this is I'm too deep. fucking grooving. I got a crazy station uh. now. I change chat, gotta yes. catch a break. And then I hear baby uh. face. Like I only think yeah, of you. Yes. breaking my heart. Sing mm. that Christmas song. 
I can't hit most of the notes that that <laughs> right. woman can hit. She has the range of an orca whale. It is like a very, very crazy range that that woman she has. She has an amazing range. That's true. Do you guys remember that one time? Very yes, early Alan. on in our friendship. But yes, we were Alan. watching <laughs> I do the New Year's Eve time. celebration. I knew that's where you are going. Foundational to who we are. I think it was. We yeah. were watching, yeah. The year that Mariah's uh, lip sync completely failed. On, <laughs> With on the Dick Clark <laughs> yeah. uh, New Year's Eve Rocking, rocking, rocking New Year's Eve or whatever. That I just never forget. Looking at the three of us on the couch, we staring all went, at this. Wait, <laughs> what just time. happened? Did that just, just, yeah? This is live, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Mar- the best part is Mariah's like, oh well, into the Gwen Stefani, <laughs> Mike. I got the check. <laughs> yeah, she well, she like, did. Made my bag. We're good. <sighs> I'm sorry, but we can't talk about this song and not talk about the kids' bop version of this song. If you haven't had an opportunity to be blessed with this, you're welcome. The top grossing film of the time was Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie movie. That's a scandalous film. That's when they started fucking. That is Mm. when they started boning. That is indeed correct. Um, And then some news headlines of the time. So there was a previously unknown aria written by Johann Sebastian Bach in October of 1713 that was discovered in documents from a German library. It is the first new work to have been discovered by Bach since 1975. Discovered this week. Thrilling. I'm I'm blown away. Big news week, huh? So in the 59th Tony Awards, Monty Python spam a lot. And Doubt, a parable, won. But Monty Python Spamalot as the musical won, and the reason that it, it stuck out to me is because Nikki's in, in Spamalot. That's true. They're reviving it, and someone we know is in it. Yeah. Hmm. That's cool. Nick Walker. He was Aaron Burr in Hamilton. Yeah. So, with that, are we ready to dive in to Go Figure? I'm ready to kick ice. Let's kick some ice. Man, it, that is something that all of these ice movies have. They love that, that joke. I love that joke. They love replacing ass with ice within every opportunity and you know what i'm here for let's it. kick some ice because that joke i'm gonna get my ice together and yeah yeah you know what they there are some ice holes in this movie there are but... some ice holes <laughs> there are some ice holes in this movie but, That's know, true. not just for fishing you know what i mean no yeah. not just yep. for fishing so the movie kicks off immediately with a voiceover from our main character alan true. loves it I there was a new there was a new form of like weird VO that I was curious Alan's thoughts because now we got out loud thought process uh-huh. where they didn't like look the camera and talk there was no pause it was we got in the mind spoken thoughts I did have a lot of thoughts about it none of them positive because I was like People can fucking hear you. Yeah. They like, and you're not saying nice shit. Like you're not articulating any thoughts that should be spoken aloud. I would prefer it if it was a voiceover because now I'm mad that you've articulated it out loud and people are just ignoring it. Like you didn't move your lips and make those noises with your mouth. And they're like, that's what sort of weird. No, I, my ears were plugged for a moment and I didn't hear Anyway, we'll get to it later. Right off the bat with our main character, Caitlin. She is confident. Very. So, sometimes borderline arrogant. Yeah. Sometimes arrogant. I do want to say this about it though. I liked the fact that that we have a main character who is 
confident in their abilities, specifically a female lead who is unabashedly confident and vocal about her talents. Mm -hmm. That's nice to see represented. I was not, if you had asked me if that would have been in the 2005 DCOM uh, Rolodex, I I would not have said that that was even a remote possibility. Mm Mm-hmm. I think at times it toes the line, but for the most part, majority, I'm happy to see that we have a main character, a female lead who is confident in their abilities and outspoken about it. I I think the only thing I'll say, I I like a lot about this character. I think at times she becomes a little bit of a Mary Sue. And that is frustrating because I think that she has a lot of good in her and then they push it too far sometimes to make her without any flaw. And so she becomes like, yeah, she becomes a Mary Sue, which isn't an interesting character. I I wish that we'll get there, but like, I I like a lot about this character and I think they go too far a little bit. The only, the only piece of criticism that I have for it, because I, I agree with you, Max, but it's sort of adding on something that I noticed is that I think that Caitlin as a character Aside from the times where we do branch into that nearly flawless realm, Mm -hmm. I think that while the character is written majority pretty well, I think that there are times when the acting fails the writing Mm. from this main character, from our our lead actress. I guess I didn't mind her too much as an actress. I think that there are some choices that are made that I'm, I look back and I'm like, I... I'm going to give it leeway if I have to find a flaw in the thing like and that's not I'm looking I'm not set out to find a flaw but that just struck me that I was like oh the way that this is being portrayed I feel like doesn't live up to the writing Mm -hmm. that exists here Mm -hmm. anyway we have Caitlin who's on the ice who's skating very well we get introduced to her posse her posse is the standard family we've got mom dad younger brother we also have Bob and Ginger. I love fucking love, love them. Bob and Ginger. Love them. I fucking love Bob and Ginger so much. They are her coaches and they are like an older couple in their 60s probably. And Bob does the choreography and Ginger does the styling and they are so ridiculous i love them i love them so every time they, I'm, I'm so glad they don't go away like make it dazzle and pop make it dazzle and pop i love it i <laughs> make love it dazzle it. and pop they're like the fact that I'm, I'm so glad because when she does as the synopsis said go to another school with another coach i'm so glad we don't lose bob and Ginger. oh yeah and they don't resent her for that yes. right they support her they're in like that. thrilled because they're, the they're students going to a private school because let me tell you spoiler alert her parents fucking suck yes True. and bob and ginger are making up for it bob and ginger <laughs> are so fabulous and i love when she's skating and then you cut to bob also doing the choreography on the side <laughs> like, by the way when you say she's skating okay, i hope you mean we, the entirely different we, fucking woman. We, we gotta check on that right now. Let's put that out there right now. This is the worst stunt doubling it's, yet. Literally, there was a moment where I paused it because it's normally in stunt doubles is on fast sequences of motion and action where you're like, if it's just another blonde woman, I don't care. But this woman dead ass stares into camera oh, yeah. before even, moving into it. They a don't tra- even attempt to hide the fact that it's a completely different person. Like she's yeah. moving into a sow cow and I'm like, I see you are not You'd the same person. You would just show her skates or like just sh- yeah. no they show at one point i was like oh is this a, a, a competitor like yeah. it no nope, nope, it's the other her. person going yeah. after the thing no nope. it's just her the, 
and here's what's so fascinating. I'm so glad you mentioned like just show the shoes, Molly, because the number of up close mouth shots we got throughout this entire movie was sizable. Yeah. We get coach mouth shot of both varieties. We get parents mouth shot. We get like other girl mouth like, and it's just like zoomed in on the, on just the chin and jaw of these people while talking like you did that, but you chose to show me the full body of a whole uh, ass different stunt uh, a human. 25 year old woman. That's, professionally the skating. worst cutaways known to man yeah hilarious it was amazing okay so this entire setup is to establish caitlin is very good at figure skating she's incredibly talented she's gifted and in order for her to make it to the next level which is her goal she needs a russian <laughs> she needs a russian coach she straight up is like i need a russian i need a russian and wouldn't you know it Mrs. Mosby is in the and audience. You know it? <laughs> Russian appears. <laughs> a wild Russian has appeared. It's like a So we've got Mrs. Mosby, Ted Mosby's mom from How Much Your Mother, who is the Russian coach. I don't know why I said oi. Does that is that what a Russian person would say? Oi. Oi. <laughs> no, no, I think I'm handing. I don't oh, think that is what a Russian person like, do. Oftentimes, do Russian people do. How do you say hello? You say hello. 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 They say hello. By the way, Russian listeners, I'm very sorry for this, yeah. okay? I think you're very good. Pretty I, Eastern European. I think Dude, you're going to steal the You moon. are going to be way better than this movie is to her because... <laughs> Let me just tell you, I got to get it out of the way. I Do pulled, it. I pulled a few of my favorite, the way they would characterize this Russian woman is by having her say weird, like catchphrases, Yo. Kind like of. Russian yes. jokes and, almost. And yeah. I, uh, I, I, for your consideration, yeah. I would love would you, to share them with me, a, share them the with me. One? Yeah, please. Please, yeah. I want you to choose your favorite. Let's I go. have... Hold on, let me just make sure. I have four. Great. Oh, great. Let's okay. go. You cannot pull fish out of pond without the labor. Without no. labor? Without, without labor. labor. Okay. I mean, that's that's, that one. seems like a fairly obvious okay. phrase. So, yeah, okay. That makes sense. Do not make elephant out of fly. Seems like a mountain out of a molehill. Um, and I, there's no elephants in Russia. I, I don't couldn't like decide that. if that was meant to be like mountain out of molehill or if it was a really... Like they really went the extra mile to make elephant fly. Like you cannot oh. make an elephant fly, oh. but they made it like they moved all the words around. Oh. Okay. Here's your next one. A girl who sits between two chairs falls down easily. That's a good one. Can't ride two horses with one ass, sugar bee. And then finally, sometimes all you can do is throw bread at the dogs. All right. Well, that one just doesn't make any fucking uh, sense. I like that one, but I think I the chair one's the best. The chair, I think the chair one is the we best. Like, the we cannot one. sit between two chairs. Uh, a girl who sits between two chairs falls down. Th easily. There's one about pierogies, too. There probably is. Those are the four <laughs> that I captured in yeah. the moment. Um, but I just like, this was her thing. Yeah. She had like, uh, what are the what are those phrases called? Her, yeah, I, I don't. Her there's turn a of phrase? Yeah. There, there's a word for like... Uh, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Yeah, 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 like yeah, there's yeah. like a word of for these kind of phrases. Yeah. And hers are all like slightly off. Yeah. And like they and it's it's half of her lines. Oh. Half of her lines yeah. are yeah. those. Like you don't count your sow cow before they yeah, she exactly. says something about sow cows. It's it's so crazy. So we are introduced to our Russian coach. Uh any a skater or coach worth her sow cow knows Idiom. who this coach is. Idiom. That's what they're called. Idi Sorry. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you. Caitlin is offered the opportunity to attend a private boarding school to be trained and coached by this woman. However, 
there is a hefty fee assigned with attending the school. Mom and dad, not having it. Specifically mom, who like... I'm going to say it. I know Max already said her parents suck. Mom really sucks. Mom, they both suck, but mom really sucks. Mom is terrible. Mom gets more time in the spotlight. Dad sucks, but... We only get like two moments where he has actively bet money against his daughter, which is pretty fucking bad. But mom sucks. I thought he bet on her because the brother was betting against her. Uh, brother bet against the first time. Dad bet against the second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which is like, regardless, not great. Yeah. Don't make the bet. It's like mom. Mom is the worst. Mom is sucks so hard. She's horrible. She's horrible. And. The, what made me even more upset by it is they try to shoe what what this decom attempts to do, and we'll get to it. They try to shoehorn in relatability with the mom, but what they do is in that relatability they just isolate her more because th- what what happens in mom's backstory should, in any rational mind, make that mother more supportive of their daughter, and instead they flew it in the opposite direction. Yeah. It's wild. The other thing we established towards the beginning of the movie is that all the skaters are mean they are very catty they're all bitchy they're all like very fake and kind of very mean girl um which i will say i didn't like at the beginning but i saw what they did with it later and i i felt okay with it but yeah all the figure skaters are very like talk behind your back catty um fake nice to each other Mm -hmm. secretly set hoping the other one falls on their face which like let's just let's just pause there for a minute that's dangerous as it shit. Brutal. I, I literally like these scenes where they're like, fall, fall, fall. I was like, Jesus. Like <laughs> that's actively dangerous. Yeah. And can this person can be injured? Like, just be better than them. Like, Why do you need them to like hurt themselves? All right? of that effort you put towards hate, if you used a fraction of that to better yourself, you might see improvement. Yeah. And I mean it's like when you're in competition, like if you're comp if your competitor does fall, of course you're like, of course you're like, Oh, makes my life a little easier. Sure, yeah. But yeah, to actively be like, I hope that person I falls person down and falls like down. fucks up. Uh, and then, yeah, but then they say like mean things about each other's hair and uniforms and like, they're just the ultimate caddy. She also in, I mean, like, I, I'm just going to say, she says uh, on a couple of occasions, she cares. She compares people to Tanya Harding. She says, like, you're either a Yamaguchi or you're a Tanya Harding, and one of those has a gold medal. And, like, yeah, Chris Yamaguchi has the gold medal, but she is comparing these girls to someone that hired a hitman I'm, to injure Nancy Carey. I know. Like, I, I understand. I wrote this note, too, because I understand why they used Yamaguchi, because, spoiler alert, she's in the movie later. Yeah, 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 but yeah. they should have said you're either a Kerrigan or a Harding. The co- yeah, the co- sure. the comparison isn't doesn't work as well with Christy Avogadro. But like, just the idea of comparing teenage girls to a girl that hired a hitman to injure Nancy I, Kerrigan is an insane thing. For the record, I don't know that Tanya Harding did it. She was involved. She yeah, but <laughs> she I, was involved. I've watched a lot of documentaries, but I feel like it was oh, not Lord. just her doing. I don't. I think I didn't say it was just her doing. Well, she she was involved. (laughs) Uh, And then, oh, but then because then the other weird thing with the with the uh, Tanya Harding thing is at one point somebody falls and starts going, why, why? And I was like, is this a Nancy Kerrigan joke? Because if you watch the clip of Nancy Kerrigan getting kneecapped, that's what she's screaming. Very famously, she's screaming, why? Yeah. And like, I was like, is this a reference or is this just is this a coincidence or is this a 
is this a reference to that? Like the just the regardless of what happened, right? It's an unbelievably dark time in skating's history. It's an unbelievably dark thing that happened. And just casually, I know, I get it. Tanya Harding is a big part of the like story of American skating. But just to casually compare girls to her and include reference, it's fucking wild to yeah. me. I, I, at first, I didn't know if they were doing it because of like, I think they were doing it because of like Tanya Harding being violent. But like, part of me was like, are they doing it because Tanya Harding was notoriously like rough around the edges and less polished and kind of like came from a lower yeah. socioeconomic stat like the the difference between like a tanya harding and a nancy kerrigan just on surface level was sure. like yeah, yeah pretty different but i do think they're made i i thought that for a second but then when they bring it up again and the scene they bring it up again in i was like oh no they're definitely referring to the fact that she kneecaps yeah it's dark like i think the the takeaway from it is like that feels weird and kind of out there for so a just a weird tone to casually throw around it, it it felt brazen in a way that I was like, this doesn't feel welcome to me mm-hmm. here. It did make me want to watch I, Tanya, though. I'm not okay. going to lie to you. Well, what we have occur here. Caitlin, invited to boarding school. Mom, effectively, is like, no. Not only does mom say no, mom is like, you just quit anyway. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck, that's mom? Mom's first, that's when I was like, oh, okay, mom sucks. Because she says, that's the hardest coach around. You wouldn't last one day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Oh, cool, mom. Way to, yeah. way to encourage your daughter. And you're doing it. Yeah. It, you, hey, you know what? Nailed the mom. N- nailed the mom part here. We also, it's important to note this because the movie keeps dipping its toe into this pool and never fucking spending enough time there. Bradley, the younger brother, has an inferiority complex. Mm-hmm. That's established here. We get five cutaways, I think throughout this movie that reference Bradley's inferiority complex down the road. But other than that, it's not really highlighted, but it's supposed to be a big point of like transition for Caitlin and Bradley and the family. And it just, it's so weak because I, it's I, not spent time on. I'm really frustrated by, I, I wish this movie is about Bradley and his robots, if I'm honest, but, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> Got some I, robots. if it was about Bradley going to battle bots, I think it'd be very cool. But, um, <laughs> but I, I think I'm frustrated by this B plot because it's like, yeah. So Caitlin, I'm, I'm we're going to, I'm just going to jump ahead. Yeah. Bradley loves playing hockey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is one of the best hockey players in their town, uh, established in the opening dialogue or whatever. And, Caitlin gets a hockey scholarship to go to this boarding school. The, the he she tells the Russian she can't compete or she can't afford it. The Russian works a deal with um, her vagina. He, no kidding. <laughs> Yo, she's uh, like, hey, I will, I will fuck you. Yeah. If you let she's this like, girl come, she's like, I will take you with. Uh, we can go get yeah. pierogies go and we can go we can make get the vodka and get. You know, you can put you your can potato to, in <laughs> my rucksack. Why does every Russian character have to say Sputnik. <laughs> I don't all know. The time. Dude, it's like the you can land Sputnik if yeah. you know what I why, mean. Why? I I understand that that's a satellite. Why does it always have? Like it's like we know one thing about Russia, and it's that they put that fucking. We, satellite it's like no here. somebody <laughs> in the somebody in the writing room was like, I know two things about Russia. How are we gonna know that? The, how are we gonna know? How are we gonna show that they're Russian? How are we gonna know that she's a Russian? Well, she's gonna mention Sputnik. We can't well, reference vodka a lot because yeah. this is a decom. So we're gonna just we're gonna go Sputnik. with Sputnik. Yeah. 
Anyway. <laughs> also, not important, but important to me. The outfit Caitlin's wearing right now, I had it. I, oh, it is nice. so peak 2005. It's the lacy cami uh, under the V-neck yeah, with the denim yeah, skirt. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, I wore it classic. You you know, and it's I just was like that lace cami. It's coming back. It's like back, but that lace cami was a 2005 staple. Yeah. Um. So, Kaylin gets a hockey scholarship as arranged by the Russian coach's vagina, mm-hmm. and Bradley finds out that Caitlin is going on a hockey scholarship. And he is feeling like, okay, but I'm the one that has worked to play hockey. This is the thing that I love. If somebody gets to go and play for a better team, like be a part of a hockey team at a boarding school, it should be me. You don't even play hockey, right? Which I think is a super valid yes, feeling, right? Yeah, 100% and agree. later, mom, just to tag another one in the bad mom category, when she, she finds out, she's like, get over it, Bradley. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, what? Like, he's like, why does she get to have a hockey scholarship? I'm a hockey player. And she's like, get over it, Bradley. And I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me right now. The mom is so terrible. Like, she just keeps racking. Like, she might be the worst decom mom. I think so. Like, yeah, as not a, me reliving childhood trauma in like, this movie, in this moment. Like, besides like an absentee parent. I think she's the worst decom mom. She sucks. Because we're now at the point where uh, Caitlin is packing. Yeah. And she's oh my God. she she's like wants to pack all her stuffed uh-huh. animals. And her mom's like. This is a brutal line. I don't know that I have the exact line. Oh, right it's, now. So if it's, you'd it's, like to like, take I it. I want to take my friends with me. And the mom goes, maybe you can make some real friends. Yeah. She goes, this is an opportunity to make new friends. Maybe they'll be real this time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, she is a fucking savage the entire movie. Like, there is not one point where we have mom on the screen like, you have totally redeemed yourself. No, it is bad always throughout this movie. Yeah. Okay, we, let, let's let's get to where she's at the boarding school, right? So she gets to boarding school, and she is introduced to her new cohort of companions we have on one side the hockey team i fucking love the hockey coach i love the hockey coach he's a community theater return yes he's the dad from it's uh luck of the irish yes he is also so is that the start of armageddon no okay he's also so i'm always on edge man just a fun fact i'm always on edge man community theater appearance you can tell molly's tone changes yeah she gets into this like she's like well you know yeah yeah exactly it's not so subtle a funny thing about this random person you haven't talked about we've seen this character in this specific type of role before yeah Yeah, this isn't the first time he's he's coached a underdog team of narrative you know now that you mentioned it about xyz (laughs) i also don't use usually connected to decoms true uh, yeah yeah we, we i don't usually i just like to highlight community theater we love it we love it so he's back and he utters one of my favorite i mean after listen i mean he's he's getting you know he's getting him some now so he's probably a little bit more relaxed than he was at the start of this film but, but uh, can, we, can we talk about that scene? i know we've met like i'm not being sarcastic i'm not being like fun like she straight up is like i will take you to dinner she yeah, i will she, fuck you if you bring like, person she, into escape straight up is like Quid pro quo. Yeah, like it is is a sexy deal has been done. A deal has been struck. He's like, you would have to go out with me to dinner. And she's like, fucking done. She's like, a big D deal has been struck. Pick me up with eight. Like it is like, whoa, we are not not being subtle about this. Sign in. Never mind. So 
he th- like she's going to hockey practice and meeting all of her other sort of hockey teammates and we understand so the conflict the central conflict in this is going to be that caitlin is having to balance hockey and figure skating and then where she fits in the overall scheme like we and, have the, a, and the hockey players don't like figure skaters and vice versa yes there's no love loss between those two squads and it, like are there other sort of conflicts in orbit absolutely but the central core conflict is that so like you mentioned molly the same thing that happens in genius the same thing that happens in eddie's million dollar cook-off and the same thing that happens in high school musical so listen tcoms really go back to this well frequently I love when they're all lined up and she's, she being Caitlin is going through that. uh, What happens often on large sport teams is that you lose an individual sense of identity in favor of the team. And Caitlin coming from an independent competitive sport of figure skating is really struggling with the loss of individual identity. Mm. She's like, listen, I love this helmet, but can you get it to me in an orange? And the coach, and one of my favorite lines from a coach figure in she goes like, yeah, that's on the top of my list. And then just like fucking continues. And I was like, I love yes. him a lot. Mm. I, I like him because... Okay, their their team is also historically bad, the mm-hmm. hockey team. Um, and seven years removed from a championship appearance. I love that he ta- he is a good coach in my opinion because clearly takes the game seriously. He rides them hard. He makes them like, but also he likes that. Like he jokes around with them. Yeah. He like clearly cares about that. Like he's he's a good coach. Yeah, I, I I enjoy him a lot. But part of the you know the funny ness of the movie is that he can't tell anyone why Caitlin's there. Right. And so he will be like, Oh no, she's our, to the assistant coaches. One is of whom is a student coach, Spencer, Spencer, uh, the dreamy blonde mm-hmm. that will come back. Yeah, um, definitely not the romantic interest. Um, he has to be like, Oh no, no, she's our secret weapon. She's really good at figure skating. So, and she's so small that like, she'll be able to scoop past all the other team and, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, well, he doesn't say he can't tell anybody she's good at figure skating. He's just like she's a hockey player, right? Oh, yeah. Like he's like she's small, she'll get through everybody. Yeah. It's you know she's great, um, but nobody on the team can know that she is in skate club, and nobody in skate club can know that she's on the hockey team. Correct. I want to give this movie its flowers for this. I'm going to come back to like Phantom of the Megaplex ish here. Big cast of characters here, mm-hmm. and I think they do a really good job of quickly like you could use one word to describe most of this ensemble like we understand who these characters are and how she should interact with them quickly right like ronnie captain rough around the edges like uh, weeds physical right like tanya Mo- harding as a sure she calls her a tanya. um mojo is like you know hippie uh, hippie-ish yeah. right like uh a mystical spe- like mojo's joining the cast of ghost adventure she's <laughs> smudge sticking everything inside everything uh hollywood is your like friend she's, she's my favorite one. she's oh yeah she's the most well-rounded of yeah. them right and then on the skate club side you get like pamela the assholes and one nice you girl. get mean yeah. girl i don't well i guess the one the older you get one, like right? regina george yeah then you have like Gretchen Wieners, uh-huh. and then you have like one that's kind of neutral. Yeah, it's like aging out. Yeah, mm-hmm. but she's also thirty. They tell she us she's seventeen. But like- that's true. <laughs> she's thirty. <laughs> well, that's how Caitlin treats her. Didn't you retire? I mean, she Yo. looks thirty. Now. That's what I'm saying. She she does not look seventeen. 
So this is our conflict, right? We have hockey versus the uh, versus the skate club. And what we're going to get for the bulk of this movie is the conflict between those two groups and how Caitlin is trying to navigate her her position in both of those groups and the fact that neither group can know that she is a part of either one. Mm -hmm. We will see it represented over and over and over again. And we can take a look at some of the specific vignettes of the story that make some sense. But ultimately, listener, that's what we're dealing with, right? What I thought was wild is after the first practice, the first practice that Caitlin has with the hockey team, she's like, I'm going to quit. And it's like, you you can't do that because that's the whole reason you're here. Like, she's like, I I don't want, I'm a figure skater. I'm going to, the same for me. It's like, that's not how this goes. And the, not only that, she has like, you, the, the, the coach is like, you can't quit. But also the skate club coach, our, our resident Russian is like, you also can't quit. I'm, I'm actively fucking this dude. So that way you can be on the <laughs> hockey team. You can't quit. Like, don't do that. This is what they try to make her flaw. They try to make it that like Caitlin's fatal flaw is she's a quitter. And they... They try to establish this as a trend with her by referencing some walkathon uh, a couple times very quickly. But they basically are like, you're a quitter. And like mom has said that you're not going to last a day. You're going to quit. Now we see her like first practice. She's quick. The problem is, is that she doesn't ever really quit. Like she always says she's going to quit, but she's not actually a quitter. And that's where the flaw kind of like falls through for me is that like, yeah, you talk about quitting, but then you fucking show up every day. Mm-hmm. Like you're not actually quitting anything. It's frustrating because while we have this all, while we have that happening, we also have the, the acting chops that, that are happening right now, because I agree that's, that's a little bit of an issue in writing, but we also have a, a part that is supposed to be highly emotive. Mm-hmm. We are supposed to see this character display a lot of conflicting emotion, a lot of tension, uh, some frustration, some struggle. And what I get is a lot of like bouncy bubblegum sure. feelings. Yeah. So on top of the fact that she's not actually based on the writing, she's not actually ever following through with the quitting. She doesn't ever actually look frustrated either. Mm. She it doesn't ever feel I don't feel like you character are feeling the effects of the overall plot around Mm -hmm. you. And that's when I mentioned earlier, I was like, that's one of the weaknesses that I see of this, of this film is that you're not selling it to me Mm. (laughs) here, Uh, which, which like, if if I look back to genius, is that a perfect movie? No. You know, we almost had the arena to ourselves, right? It's one of my favorite lines. Man, we almost had the arena to ourselves. But for our, but for the main character, there were times I'm like, yeah, dude, I get it. Like, you feel like you're in the shit right now? Cool. Yeah. But this I, one I just missed. I, it, it just didn't hit for me here. Yeah, but we did see her fake cry one time, and it was so bad, maybe they had to cut it out. Of the movie. <laughs> Yo, that She's fake She's the crime worst scene? fake crier we've had yet. We've had, <laughs> we've, we've had KJB in multiple movies yeah. fake no. cry. This makes her look like I an made, Oscar-winning yes. crier. You are so right. I yeah. literally wrote it in all caps. I was like, how is this worse than KJB? Yeah, her fake crying is atrocious, so... I, I have to ask you. Yeah. I... I'm I'm moving sidestepping just a little bit. Okay. As she comes in and she's rooming with the hockey players. Uh-huh. 
We quickly find out that her Christy Yamaguchi poster is not welcome. It gets starts thrown at it. Yeah. She's feeling self-conscious about her plushies. Yo. So she moves into the janitor's closet. To the closet. janitor's closet. She friends him. I would like to know your all's thoughts on her apartment in the janitor's closet. Dude, I, I thought, thought it was... Funny. It was I, okay. It, at a surface level, is funny. She gives the janitor snacks. It's so but, funny. I love her snacks. <laughs> she's like, do you want a sandwich, Mr. Whatever? And he's so, like, yeah. But it's so sad, though. Oh, it's so sad. It, like, I'd like it, be, I think, because it's sad. And she even talks on the phone to her mom at one point, And her mom's like, did you make any friends? And she's like, the janitor. Which, by the way, her mom's like, that's a start. Ma'am, that's a red flag. Yes. You are so shitty at being a parent. <laughs> but yeah. I do think that, like, I, I thought the she bit was seems... Funny. To your point, Alan, I, I think this is a funny bit. I think it sets up the like, oh, I got you a sandwich. And like the he delivers the package to her later. I think that this is a funny little like gag that they run and that she get like she gets discovered there by Hollywood. I think that this is a funny gag. But to your point, Alan, she doesn't ever really seem upset that she's in there. Like, right. She's just kind of like, oh, hey, mister. What's like the janitor's name? She's like, got your sandwich. Like, this is where all my shit is now. I, I think it's. What an inconvenience for the janitor, too, by the way. But that's why I think it's I funny, because he's, like, totally cool with her turning his janitor closet into, like, a figure skating trophy. Like, she's yeah. got her costumes hanging up, her skates, her Chrissy Yamaguchi poster. For me, I didn't interpret it as her being not conveying emotion or anything. I interpreted it as her trying to stay positive as long as she possibly could until she breaks. Yeah. But, but like, I hear you. And my problem with that is like, I accept that as I, I accept that for a character that we are, that we have seen and is established as always being positive. But there are lines that she says where she is actively being a negative Nancy about stuff. And no, she's just a positive face. Yeah. She's just like, this is just the worst. What? But no, I hear you though. I hear you. Yeah, I think she's she's just like super positive until I mean she does break at one point. Like she does finally get to a point where she cracks. Um and I think it's not that shocking to her maybe that the hockey players don't like the figure skaters because she grew up with that with her brother calling her a twirl girl um and now she realizes that the hockey i don't know i just really liked her as a character and uh i really liked this movie like spoiler alert i guess for my ending but like this movie was well paced in my opinion it was it was very it was a fun watch it put me in this age like it put me in 2005 like i really enjoyed this movie so i didn't yeah, I find I'm not, a lot of flaw. In I'm that. not saying it's a bad movie. I'm saying that like I feel like there are times specifically where the writing failed the failed the story, and where the actors failed the writing. That's fine. Um, but let's let's actually like give a give give an idea of what's happening here. So we have act sort of act one is her or maybe act one B is where Caitlin is attempting to juggle unsuccessfully skate club and hockey team. Mm. We see this happen and manifest in a number of ways for the hockey team. She gets put into a game, even when she's been promised she would be benched. And then she skates away from the entire game, which is not what you should do on the hockey team. Funny things with this. Well, the reason she gets put into the game is because the coach is trying not to play her because he's made a promise to her like don't worry i won't make you play um but then in in the heat of in the heat of bedroom passion he has promised to not put this player in Mm -hmm. spencer 
is like trying to get rid of her and he doesn't understand why the coach would have picked her. And so Spencer's like, doesn't she have to play to like for her scholarship requirements? So it's setting up the Spencer, the Spencer of it all, the Spencer of it all. (laughs) And then, so she does have to play. But the reason I bring all this up is because I don't know if you heard it, but the organ music, I love this. uh, When she gets on the ice plays the dun, 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 and it made me, giggle they did that a few times Uh where the while they were on the ice the organ would play motifs that were like themed around what was happening and i think it's so like i thought this was a great uh bit to keep coming back to and thematic for being on an ice rink and that's what the music will be like and i i thought it was a great bit we also have while, while this is all happening with the hockey team where she actively like runs away, she gets in deep shit with her teammates for actually not doing her job, which she doesn't understand. Like, this is another example, Molly, where, like her, of her being relentlessly positive. I see this action as her like, you. I don't know why everybody's so mad at me because people have told you five times you didn't do your job. Mm-hmm. And that like, even after the second time, and I know we, this is a decom, but like after the second time, you should know that like you uh, you've obviously done something wrong. Like that, we've seen it happen in other better, like better portrayed and maybe written decoms of that occurring. We saw it, believe it or not, like we saw it in Buffalo Dreams, the one right before this. And we also have her with the ice skating team, with the ice skating club. She competes. She does pretty well. She's invited to a party. And then she is uh, asked to go and pick something up from the janitor closet and as she does, she gets paint dumped on her head. But we all saw this coming because Pamela's a b-hole. Yeah. Pamela is jealous. Uh, prior to Caitlin being here and being brought in, Pamela was the star skater. It was her skate club. She's the Regina George. Mm-hmm. And she finds out that Caitlin is getting private instruction from the coach, that she is getting extra time and... Uh, more attention and then she's really being propelled to that star spot and so pamela uh, locks her in this closet gets paint dumped on her and sort of sabotages her making it to her practice on time because she's jealous that's that was what this is coming out of and instead pamela goes to her practice and takes her spot Uh, so there is that's the other like the war she's not getting along with her teammates in hockey because she's not playing very well um and she's not getting along with any of the skate club girls because they've established they're not friends or competition she says that a couple times in this in this movie at one point also just got to point out she calls bob and ginger uh-huh. and, and uh they're very happy to hear from her they have very a shrine supportive. to her they have a helga pataki <laughs> so shrine funny. To Caitlin, I was like, as soon as, by the way, both of them picked up their own phone 16 inches from each other (laughs) and they are sitting in the middle of a shrine in apparently the entry, the, the, the entryway of their home to Caitlin. Literally. It looks like I, I had visions of Helga Pataki going to her Arnold shrine. And they're so excited to talk to her. And it's nice because when she calls her mom, her mom literally is like, well, I told you so. Yeah, exactly. Yo, her mom again sucks. The night of the party is also the night that Spencer finds her. Well, Spencer lets her out. No, Spencer doesn't let her out. The the janitor lets her out 
And Spencer sees her sprinting I'm, away in paint. And she's I'm like, pretty don't look sure, at me. I'm pretty sure that earlier in this night is when Spencer finds her on the ice and they do the 1v1. Oh, mm-hmm. I think you're um, right. Yes. Let's because then that. when she runs by Spencer, he's like, Caitlin? Like, they're, yeah. they're like on better terms yeah. at this point. So just want to add, because this starts the like Spencer thing and like her getting on. This is the turn for her mm-hmm. is that Spencer finds her on the ice uh skating through cones which she was having a hard time doing on her hockey skates and then basically he's like he comes on the ice and uh challenges her to like get past him and and score a goal and she like flips the stick under him knocks him off his feet and then scores past him and this is like oh you actually do have something you actually are Mm -hmm. good at skating you actually are good at like there you do have value you're working you're doing your thing like maybe i was wrong about you this is when spencer's opinion of caitlin starts to shift and by the way i know i said like uh she gets to be a little mary sue like i'm good with all of this so far i think that we're showing that she's doing the work we're showing that she's willing to like be there when other people aren't we're showing that she like this is her showing that she has ability and spencer seeing like maybe it wasn't what i thought it was all of this is good um there's a very specific moment that i feel that this goes a little too far but like i actually like that we show like she's willing to put in the work and it also carries forward so like we have we have this event she has the paint dumped on her she gets she shows up to practice with the coach regina george is taking on her spot chrissy yamaguchi is there uh, she's been called there to to practice, and it was a surprise from uh, Our Lady Russia to to have Christian Maguchi train with Caitlin. Also, this is one time where I'm like, ma'am, coach, ma'am, coach, ma'am, your student shows up 45 minutes late and is covered in, in purple paint. paint. Yeah. And you don't ask, ask any anything? I kind of She's like, it. you're late. She's like, you look like you're very busy with something else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That is like... A very the, obvious. Clearly, you were busy. Uh, you know. She's like, something else was more important. <laughs> were you stealing the moon? <laughs> You've decided to eat big grimace. You steal the moon and you late for practice. If Grimace and Gru got together, you, that is you this You drank Grimace shake. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you survived. Congratulations. This is all made even worse by the fact that not only is she failing at hockey, not only is she kind of failing and being on the outs for figure skating, she's also flunking out of the boarding school. Mm. And this is just the everything goes wrong sequence, the turning point of the film. Mm-hmm. And this is when Caitlin, and I'm going to put this in air quotes, cries. <laughs> Because what she does is just make weird barking noises into camera and just kind of scrunch up a little bit like a raisin. And that's what we get for a solid five minutes Mm. is just her doing this thing in different scenes. She just got different backgrounds. Eventually, Caitlin makes it home. Yeah, she leaves. She leaves she boarding school. Boarding school takes the bus and goes home. She and calls, she's she in her Bob hockey. Calls Bob and Ginger. Calls Bob and Ginger. And they go, "We'll get you back into the. We'll get you back into the junior uh, championships. Yeah, and the she's junior like, youth championships." She's like, oh. I also want to point out in this entire sequence, 
Caitlin never takes off her hockey uniform. Mm. She's true. got the shoulder pads on the entire fucking <laughs> she time. She might smell terrible. She <laughs> probably has an idea. But yeah. she gets home and surprise to absolutely no one, mom and dad fucking suck. Mom Those literally suck. says, I saw this coming. Mm. And then we realized there was a bet taken out. Like money exchanged hands between dad and Bradley on whether she'd quit or not. And then... As if it could get worse, Kaylin decides to go to her room. She is a teenager still living under their roof, not 18, goes up to her room and tries to flop down on her bed. And it's it's, gone. Yeah, it's not there anymore. (laughs) Mom has moved her bed to the garage because her internet business is flourishing. I can't tell what the internet business is. Who the fuck? Fucking knows? eBay. It's, it's eBay. Is she selling, doing the eBay it's thing? selling junk because she's like, I'm getting rid of some stuff. That's oh, what yeah. she's like. I'm selling on the internet. She's yeah. reselling. That some stuff is all of her daughter's like, shit. What movie is it where Jonah Hill tries to buy the shoes? And he's like, I'd like to buy these right now. Oh, it's. Um, is it 40 year old virgin? uh yeah yeah so. yeah where uh he's like that's not how this works and he's it's like no i just want to give you money yeah. and i want to take these shoes yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what this is reminding me of yeah. she her bed is gone there's a box with all of her stuffed animals in it that says ice skating junk it's mom brutal. is the it's worst brutal crazy so it is absolutely crazy and she takes her box of ice skating junk and goes and sits outside on a park bench with it. Yeah, she decides to be homeless for a night. And I was like, what? In her hockey getup In still. In the hockey getup the whole time. She's still wearing her pads. And she is out on the park bench. Then she pulls out her stuffed animals, goes through them all by name like a roll call. And is like, this is, this is just where we're going to be. On a park bench. And then mom shows up as Caitlin discovers some photos and old trophies of mom as a skater. At the bottom of the ice skating junk box. And this is when you have a shred of hope. A shred of hope in the back of your mind. Like maybe mom gets redeemed. We started the conversation. It's going okay, which is better than every other conversation with mom we've had Mm -hmm. thus far is. Caitlin is trying to discover what mom did. Mom was a skater. Get some more context. Tell me your story, mom. And mom is like, yeah, well, ultimately I gave it up and it's for the better and you should too. Mm-hmm. What? The act? What? In the projection and generational trauma. Now, I, I have to ask you. Caitlin's going to go back to school here mm-hmm. after this conversation. She's going to make the choice. She's going to say, mom. I've learned something tonight. I'm going to go kick some ice. And it's that I'm not a quitter. Yeah. I would like to know what made her learn that lesson. Literally fucking nothing. It was so wild. I would like to know why she decided that. Because there's no moment. There's, there's, There's nothing that has happened between her deciding to leave and her getting home. Except her having no support. Like, there's not... A pep talk? Nope. There's not... There's nothing. There's just... We bet on you quitting. We got rid of all of your shit. We threw all of it in a box and it said junk on it. And then mom's like, I was an ice skater. 
I had to stop because I had you. Maybe this isn't the right move. Yeah, mom's basically like, children ruin your dreams. And and then Caitlin's like, I'm going back. And I was like, why? Like, I, 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 I think it was one. I don't think that as much as she loves Bob and Ginger when they're like, we'll get you in the local championships. She did make a face like. Yeah, I agree. Oh, that's not what I want. Like, that's I, on the bus. Like, that's I, before I, she ever no, even no, gets I, home. I think that. And then I think her family, like, not giving a shit. <laughs> I think those were the motivators of, like, maybe that means she didn't learn that she's not a quitter. Maybe she just learned, like, it sucks here. It sucks here. <laughs> it's far worse at home than it is at school. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be here. Yeah. Has Hollywood already found out? Yes. Yeah, so Hollywood found out a little bit earlier that. She is a twirl girl and has been keeping it a secret. However, like the problem that I have with Hollywood finding out, I don't get me wrong. I love that Hollywood does. I love that Hollywood sticks by her. The problem that I have with, with this is how it is approached where it's very much like this flipping like, Oh, we have to give her an ally. Mm. It felt like they were ticking a checkbox here as opposed to giving her, I I wanted to see more of that relationship than we got to make it feel more impactful. Not a lot. I, I liked it because I do. I wish I had seen more, but I liked that Hollywood finds out. Mm-hmm. She kind of messes with her a little bit, like, "Oh my god, you're a twirl girl!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then she's like, "Why didn't you tell me?" Like, we're fr- like, I feel like Hollywood's a really good friend in that moment. A very like, fully. Where's she at on the Gilbert scale? Oh, better than Gilbert. Hollywood is Gilbert. Hollywood is yeah, a Gilbert. better than Gilbert. Better than Gilbert. I agree. I also like for mm, California folks out there. She has a throwaway line where she goes, "I'm actually from Topanga," and. One, I thought that that was funny because I interpreted it both as a like L.A. joke and as well, boy meets world reference. I, I like that. Yeah, point. yeah. Well, yeah. well, boy meets world reference. I only got as the boy meets world. It but is. It's nice. It is believed that when they named Topanga, uh, the writer drove by the Topanga exit on the freeway oh, and saw funny. the name and oh. decided that was her name. That's funny. interesting. So, that's funny. Is that a suburb of L.A.? Uh, it is. I mean. LA like it's yeah uh yeah it's outside a little bit but mm. but it's like one of those things where people will say I'm from Atlanta and then yeah, they'll be like it, oh what party I mean, and they'll say like coming which is like an hour but it's like right. if you're not from the area it's just easier to just say well and that's the thing with her is like yeah. I, they call me Hollywood because I'm from the greater Los Angeles yeah. area right like and so to them that's Hollywood yeah exactly we get back to school And there is no delay, but we get a success montage. Not only do we get one success montage, we get two. There's a second one coming later, but initially we get success montage. We have her being incredibly successful on the ice and the ice skating team. This is, again, they're not even trying to hide the stunt actor at this point. This is when we get the stare directly into camera situation with the stunt double. We get... Caitlin now helping the hockey team on the ice using her brother's plays. By the way, folks, we haven't mentioned it, but I'm just going to tell you right now. We've had three cutaways to this point of Bradley, uh, Caitlin's younger brother, of Bradley's story. He's trying to build a robot because he doesn't think he can play hockey anymore because Caitlin is playing hockey. That's it. This is this is the part that went too far for me. I would have liked to see Caitlin like start to perform better on the hockey team. But her coaching the hockey team when she's never played hockey before and Spencer, the assistant coach, sitting there being like, 
wow <laughs> this is a great idea that was that that is where it jumped the shark for me was yeah. like show her improve show her get better show her start to perform show her get a shot and like and like start to score i'm even okay with the like hey we're building camaraderie and now i'm going to show you like bar exercise. i like the ballet I thought part. That the, like ballet part that was, was good, funny i like that but you coaching the team yeah. when you don't know shit about hockey was too much for uh, me. Also, I didn't, I should have said this earlier. Why was she so good when she was like alone with Spencer and so bad when she's with the team? I don't know. No, I, I, no it doesn't idea. make any sense. Like I'm willing to accept that she does like a quick flare and we see like, oh, she's good on the ice. But I don't love that she beat Spencer in that moment. Like theoretically, this guy plays hockey. Like it would have only worked if she had done a an ice skating uh, move to win. Right. Like it would have been interesting if she had like been able to like twirl fast or mm-hmm. something. And that's how she gets the, uh, the puck away from him. Yeah. But also this whole thing is all I could think about is the same scene that's in legally blonde where it's playing better watch out coming from the knockdown. Can I won't stop now? Not gonna give up until I get what's mine. No one, you guys don't know. Anyway, it's the scene where it's the scene where Elle Woods gets humiliated in the bunny costume, and then it starts the girl power montage where she goes and buys the computer, and then she like is studying for class and getting questions right in class. It's like the ass kicking montage. It's the girl power montage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it just I just thought of the Legally Blonde one the whole time. Here's here's how they could have improved this montage and tied in Bradley. Just show us scenes of Caitlin on the phone with her brother talking. He won't answer the phone. You can write that shit out. Write it out. Have him answer the phone. Like, it is a better movie if these siblings come together during an apology moment. This it, That character is unnecessary. Bradley is not a necessary character. It is because that whole thing of like, she's using his place is what mom says later when Bradley expresses very valid feelings of like, I was good at hockey. I, this is the thing that I loved. And Caitlin got a scholarship when she's never fucking played hockey a day in her life. And mom's like, get over it, Bradley. She's using your place. You'd think that would make it worse. Like it does does make make it it worse. Like that's the, like you don't need it. Write him out. He doesn't need to be here. Like I do like what he does at the end. My my point is if you're going to have him as a character, (laughs) we learned what that means. Yeah. Like if you're going to have him, he needs to be a player on the side of the protagonist and you need to have your protagonist show humility because the humility then earns the right to be good at the thing. No, she's just great. But she's she just, just suddenly good. Becomes great. You know what I mean? She's the best hockey player on the fucking uh, rank enough yeah. to coach everybody. Like I'm cool if she is that pinnacle of like qualifying for the olympics and figure skating because we know and it's established early on that she's done that forever i'm not cool with her just like waking up one day on a coin flip and being good at hockey i'm bummed because this is what i thought was going to happen i thought something about figure skating was going to be what helps the hockey team sure Mm. i thought some way that she knows how to move her blades or hold her body or something that is important to figure skating is the skill she brings to the hockey team and that is what makes the difference for them not this random geometry from her younger brother like that doesn't i agree we we can cut him out and just have her be like doing the ballet thing like doing bringing her that's enough i agree 
bringing her and like uh something she learned elsewhere to be the success for the team yeah i mean to your point molly that gives her more weight to it like her investment feels greater than i did like also because she's multiple times at this point talked about how uh color theory for your wardrobe and what colors look good Mm. on you because uh you're, everyone's apparently like a spring, summer, fall, or uh, autumn or winter. I liked when she was like, "I knew you were a winter." To like, and she's giving out colorful mouth guards to the team. <laughs> that made me laugh. That's funny. That's yeah, a funny one. Because uh, of course, the other bit is that like, twirl girls, ice skaters are very like girly and love glitter and makeup, and they're superficial. And like, hockey players don't care about their appearance. Yeah, and like yeah. the whole time, she keeps wearing makeup and like. I do like this about her. I like the fact that she wears makeup the whole time, despite the yeah. fact that everybody says she's makes like, fun of her. And why do you wear makeup? And she's always like, I think appearance. She says presentation's important out there. Yeah. And, and I like Most that times. she doesn't mm-hmm. back down from wearing makeup and being herself in Fully that agree. way. Um, and so I did get a chuckle out of the bit where she's like got different colored mouth guards for the girls. Also, I'm sorry. There's a scene that we skipped by because it's happened by the time we get to the coaching. I only know from my notes. And that's a scene where she discovers Shelby in the bathroom stall. Why? Okay. Why? <laughs> okay. Why? Okay. Why? 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 Uh, she goes to skate practice. She watches Shelby fall. Who's yep. the, who's the somewhat Shelby's, nice yeah. older girl? She's like 17. She's uh, She thought she had retired. She's almost like she's aging out, basically. And... She watches Shelby fall. The Russian coach is not very nice to her. And Shelby runs off the ice. And Caitlin is learning from hockey that, like, it feels good to have friends and to be supportive and that not everyone's competition. And so she runs to her aid and a syringe falls out from And, like, dude, I. Shelby's like, she's like, no, Shelby, you don't have to take steroids. And Shelby's like, I have diabetes, you fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> and I am like, it was a good turn, but I was like, holy shit. Imagine they put a drug use plot in the middle of this movie. I think, like, I think it was oh intentional. Oh my God. Dude, like, it's 100% intentional because the coach is Russian. It's 100% intentional. Like, they have been on multiple occasions. The Russian Federation has had and been disqualified because of performance enhancing drug use. It's like, I was like, no Even shot they just though? made that reference. I know they just did it. Yeah, it is It is a recurring issue. Wow. That's interesting. Did we... I know we kind of mentioned that Christy Yamaguchi was there, but like, did you guys think she was coming back? No. Like at the end of the movie? Yeah. They gave her that dialogue scene because like Caitlin is too late. She doesn't get to practice with her. But then even though she was late to get to practice with her, she still gets an extended conversation with her. She gets like a life coaching. She gets a life coaching with Christy Yamaguchi. She doesn't get skate coaching, but she gets a life coaching with her. Uh, Yeah. I don't know if I thought she was coming back or not, but I thought she was coming back. Yeah. It's fair either way. But that is a very important scene with Shelby yeah. because she's like, no, I'm diabetic. You fucking idiot. And then they talk about Caitlin be Caitlin basically like there's more to life than figure skating yeah. because she's discovered that she's Friendship. a prodigy hockey player. Friendship. As well. For sure. Uh, Molly, I just want to tell you this. Systematic doping of Russian athletes has resulted in 48 Olympic medals being stripped from Russia. 48? Four times the number of the next highest and more than 30% of the global total. Russia has the most competitors who have been caught doping at the Olympic Games in the world with more than 150. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
So it's 100% a doping joke. I've watched one, but I I wonder if there's one about, I watched the figure skating one. I wonder if there's one about it as a whole. As a whole, yeah. So we have this scene play out. I love that you brought that up, Max, because that like that is. I well, think, I'm going to bring it back around because I'm rewriting the end of this movie, guys. You should. You should. But spoiler alert! Uh, yeah. Can't wait. I'm so excited. We have. I think that that scene is really good writing because it is Caitlin learning from her experience. Do I love everything about this movie and how it's all represented? No. But do I think it's good that we see Caitlin learn something from her hockey time spent on the hockey team? Yes. It would have been better if it was a drug use plot person. <laughs> oh but, uh, my God. <laughs> I mean, we're making Tanya Harding jokes. Come yeah, on. Come yeah, on. we really are. Let's make it dope. But anyway, they go get Froyo. Sugar free. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Okay. So now there is a date conflict. We knew there would How be. How could this have we happened? Knew there How could this have happened? Oh my God. Who would have known that the championship hockey game and the qualifier skating. The Olympic qualifiers yep you heard that right listener the fucking olympics not like oh the qualifier for the was it the olympics yes oh i thought it was like so no it was no, the olympics she makes the olympic team at the end of this yes movie. she makes and here's the deal listener if you're thinking wow it's a very obvious choice a team sport for a collegiate championship not, not even collegiate, collegiate sporting high school, school high school championship or the fucking olympics yeah. you're like that's an I, easy choice no <laughs> this person is conflicted what the fuck no you are t- Talented enough to go to the Olympics. That is a life-altering situation. You fucking pick the Olympics every time. I was I it, so honey. frustrated with this plot. I don't know if you noticed. I just was like, there's no conflict here. You pick the Olympics. That's like Michael fucking Phelps decided. He's like, you know what I want to do? Play rugby. No, you swim. You swim like a fish because you're a fish, Phelps. You don't play rugby. Ah! There is... <laughs> There's spit flying everywhere. (laughs) I just was so mad. Here's the thing. I didn't even really clock that it was the Olympics. The Olympics. And I was mad that she picked. Okay. Because, yeah, she has to to mull it over a little bit. The fact that she has to mull it over is unbelievable to me. It's unbelievable. Not only does she mull it over, she picks the hockey team. Wait, wait, wait. We got to back up. Before she picks, she calls who she should definitely not be calling for yeah. advice mom her mom and she's Jeez. and she's like mom which one should i do and her mom's like which one's going to make you a better woman what is that advice? That is crazy going advice. to the Olympics. That's what yeah, would make me the, the best person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mom, getting the chance of a fucking lifetime would make yeah. me the best person possible. Literally, like, mom, you need to give advice right now, which is this comes around once every four years. And you're probably going to be old and decrepit and by the next one. this is your only chance. In your, and it's the thing you've wanted your whole life. Yeah. It's, not, so it's not this, this thing that you picked up because you had to. And sure, is it great you're having fun and making friends? Absolutely. And guess what? Yes. You can keep doing that when you're done winning a gold medal. <laughs> literally, At the fucking uh, Olympics. I didn't even. I literally thought it was for like the national team. No, I didn't. She, even, I didn't. She is on the Olympic say team. The Olympic. Team. I just. Oh wow. It is wild. Busy on IMDb. I am. I am. <laughs> I literally when they said because she she Caitlin says out loud at one point. 
I've got this great opportunity to go to the Olympics as if she's treating it like she gets the chance to go to like a nice brunch spot on a Sunday. Dude. And or I get to go and play in this team that I've grown to love. Listen, also, if they're your team and they've grown to love you, now seems like as good a time as ever to spoil that you're a figure skater and you're about to qualify for, for the, the Olympics. fucking Olympics. You'd, you'd think they'd understand. And if they don't, they're not really your friends. That's correct. And guess what? Listener, spoiler alert. They're understanding <laughs> when they figure out it's for but, the Olympics. But they're also, spoiler alert, she fucking picks she hockey. picks hockey. hockey. And Bob and Ginger are upset, and I am mad at her for upsetting him. Bob and Ginger. I don't what They you should be upset. Yeah, they, they should be upset. They should be yeah. upset. Listen, I'm Bob and Ginger in this moment. Yeah. I am channeling the rage I, of Binger, I and am, I am so mad. I am Tyra Banks. We were all rooting for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She picks hockey, which Bradley and Dad have yet again put money on. Dude, I was like, why? Dad thinks she'll pick figure skating. Dad thinks she'll pick hockey. Yep. Yeah. And then Bradley thinks she'll pick figure skating. So dad bets on her both times. Uh, uh, I don't know that thinking she's going to pick hockey is betting on her. Her parents are stupid and think she should go to hockey because that's what her mom means by right. be a better woman. I guess you're right. Because her mom's oh, saying God. people are counting on you and you made friends. Yo, I hadn't even not, considered that. Mom. mom is mom is not saying pick figure skating. Mom is saying pick hockey. Well, I I, I didn't think mom because was mom has said skating. 27 times that making friends is more important than chasing your dreams. And I have a problem with that in a lot of reasons like i'm not saying you shouldn't make friends because obviously like friends are important and friends are like you know not as important as money according to our song <laughs> with sandro <laughs> jk jk obviously friends are incredibly important they're one of the most important things but in my life important as money but not as uh, important as the money i'd guys, make if i was no, an olympic no. athlete am i right not Think as of important the, as that Wheaties one money. opportunity ever i can have friends the rest of my life and like i'm gonna be an olympic athlete today and again the fair if if they are your friends, they are supportive of your opportunities totally. like this. And so it just kills me that mom keeps being like, make some friends. And it's like, yes, she should try and make friends. But also, like, don't devalue how much work your daughter has put into something. Like, and don't devalue how talented she is, how talented she is, how driven she is, how hard work. Like, all of these amazing things about her, you're just undercutting because you want her to be more popular. Also, like, like, mom... It's at this point where I'm, I'm just, just now dawning on me that mom's just jealous. Mom is jealous of her daughter yes, and her daughter's talent. 20 minutes earlier, mom says, I had you and I didn't get to figure skate anymore, yeah. which is true, I'm sure. But also, like, maybe not something you tell your daughter. It, wow. Yeah, that's just that's super shitty. So she picks hockey. So she picks hockey. Crazy. And, and they lose. And they not. Yes. Yeah. And, and they, they lose. lose. And no one gives a fuck. That's Nobody, not, I, I did like that they lose and the hockey team's like, we made it to the championships and you made it a whole season. Like they like, I mean, they, I, I, they should be sad they lost, but I did like that they, they she loses the game for them basically. Yeah. And instead of, and she feels terrible, obviously. And I'm sure she expects like an er, earlier when they all got mad at her for being the reason they lost. I'm sure she's what, that's what she's expected, mm -hmm. but in a nice twist they're like yeah you they're supportive you did a good job i think is, the thing that's hard this is this is eddie's million dollar cook-off right is like when we talked about that movie it was like 
what what are the stakes of this fucking game? Even when they lost, they're supportive, but they're just happy to be there. Like, they're thrilled that they were there. They'll play again next season. Yeah. It's going to be fine. You know what I mean? It, <laughs> Whereas, like, in A's Million Dollar Cook-Off, it's like, no, you should go be on the television You should show go learn Bobby from Flay. your fucking role model. And now it's like, you should go fucking be in the Olympics. <laughs> like, like, and what it does is, by losing this game, it devalues Caitlyn's decision. It undermines her decision making. I, I actually, I don't think that's what devalues it. I'm good with her losing if she doesn't get to go to the Olympics. Like, that's my, that's my fucking problem with the end is that she gets everything. There's no sacrifice. She gets it all. Because while they're at the game, while she's making this decision, Bradley and his battle bot are like... <laughs> because mom said, suck it up. Because mom said, get over it, Bradley. He decides to help out his sister and he puts his robot on the ice rink and goes toe to toe with a Zamboni and <laughs> delays. Funny. It's funny. It's funny. It's the Zamboni that growls like a lion. And, and once again, we get Yeah. And he gets the program delayed and is, and he calls her phone and Spencer answers and he's like, just get here. Do we mention that she and Spencer made out yet? Oh yeah. Can we, I also like, this is it might be a throwaway point but it's important that it's important it's important that i emphasize this caitlin before all of this she's still in her decision making process finds online her mom's yeah. dress from ice skating how the fuck would she know that and then That's her orders mom's dress. it your mo- like this movie is an advertisement for generational trauma <laughs> it is just so bad and like, you're like i wonder when she'll wear that yeah, like, like well th- that, that's never gonna come up it's it is just like this i did like that she got the janitor to deliver it to her that, that, is, that was nice mr that's, jablonski or whatever that, his name is but that's like a fun payoff She's of like, that moment care of yep. yeah so this is like Again, mom has been nothing but emotionally terrible to her daughter, and her daughter is still trying to do things to make her mom love her. Mm. Same thing with Bradley. Bradley is just being shit on emotionally by his mom, and Bradley is doing everything he can to make his parents happy by being subservient to his sister. Hey, Alan, Mm. that's what people with abusive parents do. It's just like so distressing in every way shape and form so we have deus ex machina in the form of a battle bot form of a battle bot and spencer who she loves now they we forgot to mention they made out at some point they're they're dating she kisses him on the cheek when he like spencer grabs all of her stuff he finds out she's a twirl girl. He finds it. Well, he's known that for a minute. So he, he Spencer, and like after getting the phone call from Bradley, is tasked with going and gathering all of Caitlin's uh, figure skating stuff. Yep. Not only that, but he like has a throwaway line that in a, in a final when, act of just when did absolute. Find out she was. He he followed her. He stalked her. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And he super normal found out to the point because he listened in on the Russian and the coach's conversation uh-huh. and found out that like erky, she was erky, 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 erky. Uh, on scholarship and yeah. the, and that the coach was getting pressure from the Russian to yeah, not was. play. And I think this is all a setup for you, Molly. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought up Coach Reynolds again. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, 
Paul Kierman. Yeah. Paul Kierman. I saw the Wait a minute. she gave me. When she asked, I started talking, and there was a glint in her eye of like, <laughs> I need you to say that this happened. I just so needed you to bring I the coach up again. Him. Right, right. We skipped just, over some bits with the coach. Sure, and, of course. Uh, yeah. So, you know. But he also played ships in the TV show Sequest 2032, mm. uh, which had what? a character named Captain Bridger, who was uh, played by Roy Scheider. It was who, an animated uh, show. Uh, no, so it's a real life show. Oh. And uh, the, the main character was Roy Scheider. What am I thinking? I'm thinking of a. I'm thinking of a. Uh, I'm thinking of a, a, a an Adult Swim oh, no, no, Cartoon no, no, no. Network no. Sea Lab. Okay, no, no, no. This is Sea Quest. Alan, Got who's Roy Scheider? Roy Scheider is Chief Brody. Yes, he is in Jaws, and in Jaws, the first victim is named Chrissy, mm-hmm. much like Stranger Things Four. How interesting! Uh, she is playing by she's played by Susan Baccalini, who actually did her own stunts. Very impressive. Uh, Susan Baccalini is also in uh, played a ballet performer in the Great Muppet Caper, Ooh. where there's a character named mm-hmm. Neville, played by the famous John Cleese of Monty Python. Heard fame, of him? Fame. Um, but I enjoy John Cleese as a voice actor as King Gristle Sr. in the Trolls movie. King Gristle. And I love the Trolls movies. And the main character in the Trolls movies, oh, one of them, is a character named Branch. Mm. He's like a grumpy troll. And he's played by Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Who we all know as the lead singer of NSYNC. Yeah. And NSYNC performed it, and I would argue... It's the greatest Super Bowl halftime show of all time in 2001, where the headliner performers were in sync and Aerosmith. Mm. And the first song at that Super Bowl halftime show was Bye Bye Bye. And then in comes Aerosmith playing a little ditty called Don't Want to Miss a Thing, which you may know is on the soundtrack to 1998's hit film Armageddon. Not only that, but you're, you're hearing that song right now, listener. Yeah. I... Love it. Also, that Super Bowl fucking slapped because that's the one that Britney and Nelly and Mary J. Blige, like, that was like the best. That's peak Super Bowl time. That was amazing. Anyway, obviously, we're going back to Armageddon. Armageddon has uh, uh, Dan Truman, played by Billy Bob Thornton, in it, who also plays Willie, aka Bad Santa, in the movie Bad Santa. Mm hmm. Alongside uh, uh, Billy Bob Thornton, as uh, playing Sue, is Lauren Graham, who we all may know as playing. Lorelai Gilmore? Sarah Braverman in Parenthood. Oh, my God. She did it again. I'm so sorry, buddy. Swear to God. I... <laughs> I love the show Parenthood. I'm sure a lot of you did as well. One of the writers yeah. on Parenthood was named Eric okay, Gro- Eric Guggenheim. Yeah. Eric Guggenheim also wrote Miracle, mm-hmm. which, which I thought was fun because it's another hockey movie. We're yeah, tying in so Miracle, fun. right? Uh, playing one of the hockey players, Jim Craig is AD Cahill, oh, who great. was Tag Jones on Friends. He dates Rachel mm-hmm. for a little bit. Perfect. Also on Friends, uh, Phoebe marries Mike Hannigan, yeah, aka Paul Rudd. Yeah, uh, Paul his Rudd. mother, Ageless wonder. His mother, mm-hmm. Bitsy Hannigan, yeah, is Bitsy. played by Christine Rose, who in this film is fucking our first coach because this is Coach Natasha. Mm-hmm. Both coaches. Both coaches. We had to connect them more than they already were. Well, they were they were like you connected. connected them through Stars Hollow, but in their genitals. Never heard Spine. of it. Genitals? No, Stars Hollow. I know what genitals are, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the party to me where they're like, I'll stop you right there. 
I don't have a vagina, and he doesn't have a penis. And I totally Ken, have a penis. Ken's like, I have all the genitals. I have, I have all the genitals. You've been Armageddoned, the part of the show where Molly, by no one's urging, has found yet another way this decom can be tied to the smash hit Armageddon. Don't tell her to stop, because she won't. Okay, we have finally reached the end of this film. Caitlin sprints to the competition, where she realizes after getting changed, she does not have her ice well, skating uh, skates. Uh, very fir- first. Her figure skating skates, rather. Spencer went to get all her stuff. He didn't know which uniform to grab. He couldn't find any of them. No, no, no. He, dro- he, he dropped the bag. Well, who, what's the name of the... Oh, pa- Pamela, pa- Pamela, Pamela ruined it. it. Pamela was... A, Pamela ruined her outfit. A B-hole. Yeah. An ice hole. Pamela yeah, was an, an ice, ice hole. hole. Yeah. And ruined her outfit, so... Spencer says, I just got the one in the box, which is, of course, her Mom. mother's uniform off eBay. And oh my, who could have predicted that that's the uniform I'm she shocked. would be wearing for this important skate? Also, when Spencer grabbed all of her things in a rush to get out of the hockey game, he dropped the bag uh, and all her skates and her outfit spill onto the ground. Her whole team sees, and this is the moment where the hockey team finds out she's a twirl girl. Not just Hollywood, but the whole team realizes what's going on and they are going to follow her to the uh, competition and go to cheer her on. Is we also, don't know that yet, though. We don't know that yet, we just that's know that going to happen. Out, yeah. But this is also important because when she gets in the car, she realizes she only has one skate. What to do. So what she's going to do is use her hockey skates instead of her figure skating skates, which are very different, yeah. designed for entirely different purposes. Heavier. A bit like wider. They're, they're just all around, not, not built for figure skating. This is when I loved our Russian coach because... When Caitlin arrives, she is in her getup. She's got her hockey skates on, and she goes, "I will just take a pair from another girl. You yeah. fit into them." And I was like, "You're gonna yoink somebody else's skates?" That's correct. You're gonna like, but <laughs> Ruth here, and I love it. I have a I have a rewrite, Max. I know you have a rewrite. I do. Please, uh, please. My rewrite here. Mine's gonna be big, so go ahead. Okay. Remember, at, have we talked about Shelby quitting yet? Shelby walks off because she doesn't want to compete because she realizes from Caitlin that there is more to life than skating. And that's how that she plot point resolves. She doesn't compete at all. Just doesn't go out there. Why can't Caitlin have Shelby skates? An interesting question. You know, she's already left. So fit. Yeah, there it uh, is. That seems like such a cleaner ending <laughs> where Shelby. You know, Molly. Like, you know what? You helped me by like releasing me from this mental prison I was in mm-hmm. of putting so much pressure on myself. And, and I applied to this college. Like Shelby could have like a future ahead of her mm. and she could be like, take my skates. We're the same size. I'm, I'm glad you rewrite with Shelby because I will also be rewriting with Shelby. But we can we can figure out how yeah. this movie actually ends yeah. and then I'll rewrite. Or, or so, have her be good with the hockey skates. Sure. Well, we can't have her be good with the hockey skates, Molly, because as written, she eats ice. Yeah. Starts her performance and immediately falls. True. And apparently... That means she's done. No, apparently it means she just gets to start over and she makes the Olympic team. What the fuck is this? Dude, there's no... I looked it up. For the record, I googled. I tried to find out, like, hey... If you fall, because the, her coach is like, she starts a performance, she eats it, and she says something like, oh, there's no toe tip. Like, 
this is the difference between the hockey skate and the ice and the figure skate. And she laughs it off. And then her hockey team shows up and they've got her skate. And so her performance is already going. She just skates over to her hockey team and is like, I'm going to go get my skate now. And her coach says, they'll let you restart. They won't. I, I read, I, I, I was like, would they let you restart? Like, fuck. Give me a reason why she should get to restart. I've there watched many a performance on the Olympics of figure skating. And if they eat a fucking jump too bad, like that, that's the get up. Like, but, but don't worry, Max, the entire stadium gets into a chant of let her skate. And due to massive peer pressure and fear of an angry mob, these judges decide that it is better for their own safety and well-being to go ahead and let her start over again. Why couldn't it be where, you know, how sometimes in figure skating and I'd, I'm not going to pretend to know all the rules. There's like two skaters, like the short performance and the long mm. performance and the combined score is what is the total. Why couldn't she have botched the short performance? but then crush the long performance and then qualify based on the combination. I read like, I read like, if your shoes, like if your skates come untied, you can stop skating. If they play the wrong music, you can stop skating. But in everything I read, it was like, I fell, get up and keep skating. Like It was like, are you injured? Don't skate if you're injured, but otherwise too bad. Like, I just, I just don't get it. it. Also, like to your point, Molly, that's a multi-day event. Most Olympic qualifiers are multi-day events. This is just like it happens to be that's in this hour in this time slot. Go, Olympics. Mm-hmm. like. But it don't worry. Seem like a big enough thing. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. The stun double makes the Olympics. She sure I mean, does. Caitlin makes the Olympics. It's a cheer. She's on the Olympic team also, now. Bob Everybody's happy. Bob and Jajar are there. Bob, yeah, Bob, they're there as well. So. This is what I'm saying is my issue is that she made the choice. This is, you know, at the end of Eddie's million dollar cook-off, Molly, I remember you saying like, I'm glad he got second, Mm -hmm. right? He should get second. Mm -hmm. He made the choice to be with the team. He got here late. If he won, that would be ridiculous. Well, if he won, it would suck for Bridget. It would suck for Bridget Bridget. too. Right. But, and justice for Bridget. But she chose hockey. She chose hockey. She got here late. DSX Machina let her perform. She ate shit on her first jump, and then she made the fucking team. And I hate that. I hate that, like, she made a choice, and there was no stakes to that decision at all. Like, she just got everything. And so my rewrite that I submit to you all, she chooses hockey. I don't care if the team wins or loses because she shouldn't care. I chose to be with the team. I chose to support the team. She can be happy and lost. She chose to be with the team. She comes to the performance. She's going to try to make it. She doesn't make it. But you know who does compete? is Shelby. Mm. And she goes to Caitlin, I know there's more to ice skating, but not yet. Mm. And then she makes the Olympic team on her age out year because Caitlin didn't compete. And Shelby gets to live her dream. And she's like, I agree there's more to life than ice skating, but I'm going to go fucking compete in the Olympics first. And then I'll worry about that. Like I let Shelby who has worked for it and wants and like, and showed up, let her make the Olympics. Yeah. And then Caitlin can say, I got four years to practice. Yeah, sure. Like I just, I wish that there was any 
repercussion for the decision she made. I wish there was sacrifice for the decision she made rather than I made a choice and I still get to go to the Olympics. Like, yeah. no, you gave it up. That You made the call. You don't get everything. And then you fell down. And then you fell down. And then you, yeah, but see, you also fell. Yeah. So anyway, I would send Shelby to the Olympics and have her pull back her, uh, I would have her call back and just say like, I, you know, there is more to life than figure skating, but not yet. But don't worry. In the movie, Caitlin is on the Olympic team now. She sure is. And um, that's where this movie ends, folks. Yeah. It ends with Caitlin on the Olympic team. Molly, you have strong feelings about this movie. Mm-hmm. What's your rating? 8.1. Mm. And that point one is specifically for Bob and Ginger. No, oh, we love Bob and I, Ginger. I bumped him up a little bit. I, I, this movie has flaws, the ending specifically, but I really enjoyed watching this movie. It was like, I liked her as a main character. I liked uh, that she was confident in her skills and confident in who she was which i don't think we often get mm-hmm. uh in these age of movies especially not with female uh leads i liked i thought her friends were fun i thought the coaches bits were funny like i just i just enjoyed watching this movie is this movie perfect no but i i really liked watching it so max yeah i agree with a lot of what molly said I, i'm not gonna be as high as she is but i definitely think it's an above average decom i think it was uh, I I didn't mind watching it. I thought the pacing was pretty good. There, like many decoms, there are there's a whole subplot that doesn't need to exist. I think these parents absolutely suck, and I think a lot of the writing, especially toward the end, is pretty bad. But I find the ensemble cast to be great. I find Bob and Ginger to be uh, delightful. The coaches, both the hockey coach and the skating coach, to be delightful. I like some of the different. Uh, gimmicks like the organ music in the ice skating rink or the janitor closet to be kind of funny little beats to keep hitting. Ultimately, I'm giving it a 6.5. Interesting. Okay. I will echo a lot of both of what you've said. It is an above average decom. I have a lot. My, my main issue with this is that I think that in times the writing failed the plot and at other times the acting failed the writing. And that's disappointing to me because I think it tells a really good story. It's a story that we've seen now. This will be the third time that we've seen it. We're going to see it a fourth with High School Musical. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean it's a bad story. Sure. I, I think it's really interesting to see. I also want to give it as flowers. But it's like, hey, we have an MC that is a female lead who is strong and vocal and confident. And that's good. I think that is we. there needs to be more of that in cinema. Certainly, we needed more of that in cinema in the early aughts. But I, I'm just so sad that that gets undermined in a lot of places. And that upsets me because there's a lot of potential to, to build a lot of confidence and to sort of champion specifically women being confident and standing in their expertise and standing and living and filling that role out without having to be like, uh, for lack of a better word, undermining their own accomplishments by for fear of looking arrogant or, or 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 overconfident, right? I, like that—that's pervasive today, and I—it's—it shouldn't be the case. So it makes me even more upset that I think that at times the acting or the writing failed that. Mm. And because of that, I give it a six point three, mm. above mm. average. But I just—I maybe it's just like uh, I'm upset by that. I'm also listen. You heard my rage-induced rant about this. Like, there's no shot somebody who is that confident in their skills as a figure skater doesn't choose automatically to go to the Olympics. Yeah. 
Like, I mean, I'd hope not. That, that, that to me is the ultimate failing of that plot line is somebody who at the outset and throughout this film has been confident in their skill set and displayed it over and over and over again. There's no shot that you give that up for something that is just out of left field. So that's, that really is what my review hinges on. Okay, so I'm going to read you a review. There are, there are plenty of reviews about this. Sure. All of them have a fairly common theme uh, that our, our main actress can't cry. Um, That's true. But I'm going to read you a review. The title is, This is about a figure skater who becomes into a hockey player just to be able to figure skate with the best coach. Huh? Okay. Yep, that's the title. That is oh, the title wow. of this review. I thought we were in the review. No, no, no. That's the title. Let's get into it. I am a figure skater and I love to watch figure skating movies. Out of all the figure skating movies, I found this move, I'm sorry, I found this movie called Go Figure, it's in all caps, to be the best I have ever saw. It was very, very funny, and the message is getting across is if you really want something and you're determined to pursue it, you should do whatever it takes just to fulfill your dreams like, what? God, it's all one sentence. Like, with Caitlin, she is a figure skater. <laughs> to be able to train with the best coach, she has to become a hockey player and took the risk of switching ice rolls. <gasps> Whew. I'm sorry, I didn't realize that was all in sentence when I started this off. This movie is the movie that made me want to become a figure skater. Now, because of this movie, I've tried skating and it was my hidden natural gift. Whoa. Wow. In only six months, I'm an advanced skater in a figure skating club, which is like a team, the past lessons and the easy levels. What? Huh? What? <laughs> I assume they mean like it is like a team that's past the easy lessons. I so, understand. Uh, yeah. And remember, follow your dreams. Yeah. Do whatever it takes to make them come true. But but don't go for the Olympics. Yeah. Choose your friends. Yeah. I'm just glad that this reviewer got that message from this movie. Is this is that it? Is that's that, 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 that is it that's oh. that's a review. I'm glad they're inspired. I'm glad they're on the advanced team. Yeah. Like uh, good for them. I, I imagine that this reviewer is likely a younger person. Um and it makes me happy. I like the version more where they're not. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> I like the version more where they're 38. Oh God. <laughs> I like the ver- I like the version where they're 38, but all their teammates on the advanced team are yeah, 11. Are, are younger. Yeah. Oh God, that's like, fun. I'm advanced. <laughs> I'm so good, man. You're 40. Um, it's just it's it, it like I'm glad that somebody took that message away and is is now confidently pursuing their own dreams. That makes yeah, me happy. Yeah, that's good. Oh, all right, what's up next? Actually, no, we, we've got some fun stuff happening. We're doing, um, as a moment in time, listener, tomorrow, we're doing a live record. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Of the Armageddon It'll be episode. over by the time you hear this. Yeah, it will we'll be over. It will be well over by the time you hear this, folks. Uh, but as a moment in our time, we'll be doing that live record on the morrow when we talk about Armageddon. Molly, are you thrilled? Alan, I could not be more excited to discuss 1998's cinematic masterpiece, Armageddon. Could not be more excited, she says. Interesting. The hype is unparalleled. The only thing I have yet to do is write Armageddon for Armageddon. Mm, I'm curious how you're yeah, going to Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued to hear how that's going to go. I have some ideas. I have an idea. I got to see if it'll work, uh, if the IMDb gods will shine down upon me. Sure. Hmm. I- I'm excited to hear what you do with it. The other decom that we have after this, folks, is Life is Rough. 
Wife is another dog movie. Are you Yeah. It's been a minute since I, we had hounded, baby. Are we going to get a real dog or a fake dog? You know what, Molly? I read the synopsis in preparation for my little, uh, my, my note sheet for our podcast episode. I mm-hmm. was preparing my notes for it. I read the synopsis on IMDb, which, or I'm sorry, the summary on IMDb. Both of you should be thrilled to know it's another very detailed summary that we're going to get. I'm very excited. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you the breed of the dog. Okay. And I want us all to bet if this is going to be a mostly real dog, a la um, you lucky dog, Uh or a mostly fake dog, a la hounded. Okay. All right. It says in the summary, it is a Labrador St. Bernard mix. Got to be real. I so would, big boy. I would guess mostly a real dog. I'm also going to say a real dog because he's big. Well, we'll find out soon enough. A lab. Big boy. Big yeah. boy. Listen, folks, thank you so much for tuning in. Please be sure to rate and review the podcast wherever it is you get your pods. It really does help us out. Follow us on all of our socials. And if you want to join us in the conversation and chat about each episode, join us on Discord. But until next time, folks, we've got two amazing things coming at you. Armageddon and then life is rough. Uh, I'm hoping that one of those things will be amazing. Yep. I'm hoping that one of them will be very, very good. And I can't wait to learn more about this dog. So until next time, folks, it's been real. Bye. 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 Go kick some ice.